Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, where we discuss all sorts of things Germanic, heathenry related. My name is Jesse. I am your host. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the of the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in. Special thanks to those of you who have decided to drop a coin to your Vicky. Drop a coin to your podcast host. It's not a drop a coin to your Witcher. Somebody made that observation when I said it last week. But um, <laughs> tossing a coin, leaving a coin, becoming a patron on Patreon uh, so that you can watch these sorts of things. You know, when there's a video format of something, a lot of people find more value in that. Um, so I hope that I'm still able to, you know, give people what they're looking for on the audio platforms, but while still not impacting people's lives too much by just charging a small amount, just a dollar for you to come in and watch what we do here uh, on this show. So I do appreciate all of my patrons on Patreon for doing that and for supporting me in that way. Um, really keeps me going. Uh, going strong and, and wanting to do these things. Um, don't forget, if you are a uh, chieftain tier or above patron, you're going to be getting your monthly rune draws here uh, within the next week or so. I usually do them uh, around the first or second week of the month after that first cycle of, of the previous month's patrons uh, comes through. Um, so if you're a brand new chieftain tier just subscribed this month in October, um, then your rune draw will be for the month of October and coming into November, you know. Um, so be on the lookout for that here in the next, you know, week or two. Um, if you're a Scald tier patron or above, um, this month's, um, uh, what do you call it, one-on-one -on -one sort of thing is going to be on Thursday, November 16th. Okay. Um, I know last month we we held it and um, didn't have any attendees. I understand things happen, um, but just be aware that if I know in advance that you're not going to come, even if it's just, you know, if, if everybody says that they're not going to come, then I'll cancel. But if just one person says I'm not going to come, I'll still keep it open. That way, anybody else who is, you know, pledging that their, their, their support at that tier still gets a chance to talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so again, that will be Thursday, November 16th at 7 p.m. Central Time for one hour. Um, and you get a chance to talk to me one-on-one -on -one sort of thing or, or, or ask me questions. Or maybe there was a previous episode that you watched that you're like, I wish you would have gone more into this particular topic. You know, um, basically, whatever you have on your mind that you want to talk about for an hour, I'm yours. You got me for the hour and I'll be there. So those are for your Scald tier patrons uh, or above. Um, but as always, everybody else, even from the Carls, the Yarls, everybody on up the line, uh, thank you so much for being here to watch this episode. If you're listening on Patreon or any of the other audio platforms and you want to watch the episode in full, um, you can become a patron today. And as soon as you subscribe to the patron, uh, Patreon page for just a dollar, you've got access to the video 
uh, format of the podcast. I almost just knocked my candle over here. That's the other thing too, right? I'm, I'm talking about things, and if you're listening and you're going, "What's going on?" I almost knocked my candle over. I just like gestured to my uh, to my right, and my finger like brazed the top of my of my candle that I have burning here. Uh, reason I did that is just because like I don't know, I got something going on with my elbow. <laughs> it's like swollen down here. Don't ask me how it happened. Um, just kind of one of those things where I just I woke up one day and I'm like, why is my elbow sore? Feels like I, you know, hit a wall or, or or some kind of hard object that's kind of swollen, feels bruised. Don't see a bruise, you know, so it's probably something under the surface, but uh I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things about <clears throat> getting old that I have to to look forward to is all of these undescribable, undeterminable, determinable uh aches and pains and things of just like, you know, why do I wake up one day and I can barely walk? You know, whereas the day before, I'm like, you know, sprinting around, doing laps, all that fun stuff. Um, but anywho, not to um, go off into the weeds about stuff, um, but we do have a guest coming on the show here today here in just a minute. Um, I have had Blake on the show in the past. It's been a while now, probably. I have to look back and see which season he came on here. I think it was like season two, maybe. Maybe season three, but I feel like it was season two. Um but you can go back and you can listen or watch um, the first episode. I'll, I'll leave it annotated in the show notes and, and down the description area for you. But um, he is a, a musician himself. He's in uh, Alabama and he plays the toggle harp. You know, so that um, that infamous sounding fiddle kind of thing that you hear uh, being played in bands like Wardruna, Danheim, you know, Fumimadan uh, or Fumidane. I've heard it pronounced Fuimadan, Fuimadan, Fuimadane, uh, Mirknor, like all these various, you know, uh, uh, Eldervak, right? Skogermor, right? They all got that, that Nordic fiddle thing going on. There's various types of toggle harps, but he plays a toggle harp. He's got a channel. It's called Skaldic Works. Um, all of his socials are going to be linked down below or in the show notes, wherever you catch this. Uh, so do be sure to check him out and support him. Um, either give his page a follow, whatever social media he has going on. We'll hear more about that. Um, but the reason he's coming back on the show here today is because him and I first met over, you know, the internet through through my social media channels, and um, had never met in person. Our first in person meeting happened just this past week when um, he and I, well, my wife went to you know the the high lung ritual in Huntsville, Alabama, and he was there also. And um, we're going to be talking about our experiences, you know, what we felt and what it was like to attend High Lung. Now, I don't know right at this moment if this show uh, was, was, was his first High Lung experience. It was mine. Um, so I'm very excited to, to talk about things that, you know, kind of were a part of the, the whole experience, you know, from from traveling there to being in the area to waiting for the uh, seating to be opened up for people to going into the venue to just everything from start to finish. So I'm excited to be talking about that today. I'm excited to hear uh, about Blake's experience because, again, I don't know for sure if this was his first um, Highland ritual, but we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. And um, yeah, that's what the today's episode is going to be. So it's kind of like a experiencing amplified history 
podcast. You know, amplified history being that thing that uh, that 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 Blake's all about, or that Blake, but uh, but that Highland is all about. So we're gonna take a short break. Welcome in Blake here in just a minute. Um, if you haven't yet already, please follow this podcast. Please subscribe. Please do all the things. If you want to become a patron on Patreon, be feel free to do that. Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and uh, welcome in Blake to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast once again from Skaldic Works. Here we go. All right, everybody. Well, we've got Blake here from uh, Scaldit Works. As I mentioned uh, before, he came on here. He's uh, a prior guest, but we, me and him have been kind of connected long distance now for at least a couple years. I'm trying to remember, Blake, when you came on the show the first time. I feel like it was maybe season two, like a, like a couple years ago, or it might have been just last year. I can't remember exactly. I think it was like three year lies about one or two years ago. Yeah. But I was, I was at this, um, the channel I was going underneath, well, it's the same channel, but I changed the name of it to the, to the moniker now, but it used to be Vladimir. Okay. But your moniker on the, your, 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 uh, your YouTube channel is still Skaldic Works, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's cool. You got, and you're still doing the, um, the toggle harp stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things and find inspiration. It was just. This week was just like so much. <laughs> oh, I couldn't do nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad to hear that you still like, you know, that you haven't completely because I know some people when they when they pick stuff up, they um, they just like inadvertently drop off the face of the earth. You know, you start following them. You're like, "Ooh, I like this. And then you never hear from them anymore. Like there was this one guy <laughs> here recently, man. And I'm like, where'd you go? Like he's just got he's just got one platform now. And I'm like, well, where's your jewelry? Where's your this? Where's your that? Where's your stuff? He just like boom, dif- disappeared, and I'm like, well, heads up would have been nice, but not that they're obligated to do that. But it's nice that you, you yeah. know, still have your your music, which uh, yeah, you 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 pick back up, kind of dusting the cobwebs off of the old toggle harp, right? Have you gotten yeah. any? Have you gotten yeah. any new equipment, or is it all still your original stuff? Um, it's still a lot of my original stuff. I'm trying to work, I'm trying to write some more things now. Um, cool. Just try to get get the old stuff recorded and then to studio and stuff. Oh, so you have material already that you're trying to put onto, like. Yeah, they're already they're already up on YouTube. Already up on YouTube in the short format. Uh-huh. Or yeah, but I'm trying to re-record. So I'm going to I'm trying to record them all and into a full arrangements and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, one of my um, relatives is helping me with that in the studio a little bit. Very cool. Well, yeah, I'm going to be linking all of your stuff, you know, where people can find you. But uh, for anybody listening, you know, um, there's YouTube. But do you have any other platforms? Anything that you do anywhere else, or is, is that is YouTube mainly I'm the also, one? Well, I'm also on Facebook as well, and okay. I'm also on um, Instagram. Okay. I do, have a Linktree, I do have a Linktree account as well. Oh, great. Yeah. So if you just, uh, you guys listening and stuff or watching, whichever, um, head down to the show notes or description area and the Scaldic Works link tree that you'll see down there. That's kind of like I do. I have this like one stop shot, right? If you want to find everywhere I'm at, you want to see what you can do yeah. to support me. I got a link tree. Like, so he's got one here. You guys be sure to check that out. Follow him, subscribe, do all of those things that help support him in that way. And and listen to me and uh, stream my music on Spotify because I'm not getting anything there so far. You stream it where now? 
I, I'm on like Spotify and um, like, Spotify. like like everything. I'm like everything right now. Okay. Um, Apple Music. Apple Music. Um, I think Deezer. Is another yeah. one. Yeah. It's just it, through through whatever um DistroKid has been um put me through. But yeah, I've that's been, a good. Uh... I've had that for about a year, and nobody's listened to it. I'll have to find you on Spotify, man, because I have like some playlists that um, when I get together with people, like when we do some of our tribal events, like I'll sometimes plug a plug a Bluetooth speaker into my, you know, or connect to my Bluetooth speaker and um, start playing a playlist. Like so we got like a Yule playlist. And if there's like, you know, people that I know that have music out there, like, um, you know, Eldervok and Skogermore and, and, and others, yeah. man. But if you're on Spotify, I'll, I'll definitely look yeah. you up and get you out of that way. Some yeah. of your stuff gets played. Yeah, I'm fixing, to change, I'm fixing to change that name eventually to the, to the new name I came up with. I'm not going to name drop yet until it's um, all, um, everything's recorded and released. The radio of the first oh, really? Yeah. So you're going to like read one Well, not, not this channel. Not, not my channel, Scholar Quartz, but I'm going to rebrand the the name Scholic Works Music to something else. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, I, already, I already have a name picked out. I just got to get some artwork done, logos done, and I get at least two songs recorded out of that because Spotify, streaming service only likes you to have at least more than one before yeah. they start promoting it, before they throw in promotions and stuff. So I'm right. going to try to release a lot, a lot of those those. Um, at least four of them, and I maybe record my last single that I have. The only single I have on there right now, which is the uh, Call of the Ancestors, mm. I may re-record it with a little bit better arrangements. Okay, we'll because definitely keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, all I had was that little small drum that I was using in that one. And we figured out the um, only way, the best way to simulate a um, big high drum when you're not, we you know when you're broke. Is mm. to find a gym? Is to find a gym bag. A gym bag? No, a gym okay. bag. Oh, a gym bag. You know, okay. the little, uh, the little yeah. um, African drum thing that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you said like a gym <laughs> bag, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like wrapping the thing up in a duffel bag? <laughs> That's weird, but okay. No, I've heard of um, my my my. Uh, it was my second cousin twice removed who's helping me with that. He had what a large one, and he took like a beer of mine. For my um my uh my little tiny shaman drum, he took that yeah. and just started wailing on it, and I was like that thing throws some air, like yeah. crazy. It's like we gotta good. have this thing on. The, we gotta have this thing on the on the on the um not the album but the um on the singles That's and stuff. Cool. Heck yeah, improvise right. I've heard so many. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many different um, you know uh um you know, independent musicians who record in their own space and don't have like a studio or a lot of, you know, fancy bells and whistles to add to things. I've heard of, of, of crazy things, man, like people, um, like using some software to really tune down the sound of like a, uh, I don't know, a rubber band being plucked or, or yeah. pin dropping or something crazy, right? That's something. That's, that how, that's how I did. That's how I did in my, um, own things as well like on my when i did when i recorded on call of the ancestors i took mm-hmm. one my i took that high that a little high drum i have and i lowered it yeah um, and some of the tracks and i played both of them together that well, kind of the same track 
yeah, I layered the, the same the same track, but I split it off to um, make it up with a pitch shift, and that's how I um, did that lower drum sound. Okay, interesting. Which gives it that Arabian Nights kind of feel. That da, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm like, how did that come back? How did that rhythm come out there for this, kind for of this a, particular song? Yeah, like a middle, a bit of a Middle Eastern kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Like Prince Adi, Fabulous, It's kind of what it has almost sounded like. I'm like, how did I go there? It just happened. Just I just hit record on the tackle harp, and then I went. Then I just recorded everything else over it. See, now that you mentioned that, I'm going to go back and listen to it and see if I picked that up on that. Because I, I don't yeah. think I picked up on that quite before. Like I remember you mentioning it at one time about like the kind of like a you know like say like Middle Eastern or whatever kind yeah. of thing going. But I've heard some other uh, artists and and musicians uh, kind of lean into that sound as well. With some of their with some of their Nordic stuff, and yeah. the, uh, the the two complement one another, they really do. Yeah. Like the mandolins, like the various instruments that have used across different cultures, just they you know styles yeah. are are what they are, but they 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 really complement one another nicely. When you oh kind yeah, of blend and mix and yeah. stuff. And the other the other thing I was going to use eventually, but until we found the djembe itself was really good, was we were going to use a four top. Because if you have you heard of Stater Bloat? Um, the, the trio? I think they're like out of the yes. yes, yes, yes. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. The uh, dr the main drum that they have is is just a floor tom. With, with oh, using wow. uh, using like um beaters. Like just stick beaters? Yeah, just like a regular uh, sh like the shaman drum beaters kind like stick beaters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, and they're um, just using regular old floor toms like you would on a on a regular drum kit. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a regular floor tom, just a single floor tom is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what you got to use what you got to use. Yeah, I mean, shoot, like you got that deep bass resonant sound. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I think the jig bass sounds better though. <laughs> uh, it's got that kind of tribal sound too. You know. Yeah, it, it, it throws a lot of bass too. It's the way we did it. The mic setup he did on it just is phenomenal. So he's he's we're waiting for he's actually waiting to get a stand for it so he doesn't he's so tired from holding it. Sure. Yeah. So he can um, put a lot because he did some of the rhythms as well. And I did use the little tiny drum I have on it on it. Well it's um actually um the song I'm working on right now is um it's based on the holiday, Seeker Bloat. So. I think I saw your title of that come out, or you mentioned that it was. I'm like, can't wait to hear that. You know, yeah, that's one of our major three holy tides. Mm -hmm. You know, I wrote it. I wrote it before that. Like I wrote it around All Star, but it was like between All Star and Seeker Bloat, and I knew it was coming up. Like, what do I mm -hmm. name this? Name this? Oh, yeah. Let's just name it after the upcoming Nordic holiday. There you go. So I may just wait and release it though around that time if I can ever get back to recording it. Well, you got time for it then. Yeah, <laughs> I a know. little ways off like, now. So, yeah, yeah. You definitely have time. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I'm excited to to hear what you've got coming out, and I hope the people are too. Mm -hmm. Um. But man, speaking of music, you know, um, yeah. This uh, this past week, you and I both 
although we went separately to the same place we both experienced yeah. uh the same ritual in in the context that we were under the yeah. same roof with you know hundreds of other people talking about high yeah. lung of course um yeah. and i was that your first high lung ritual exactly my first high lung it it was yes mine too so i was curious you know um to hear you know and for us to talk about it because you know when you follow i don't know how long you've been following high lung for listening to their stuff but you know they're all of their stuff that gets shared whether you know on youtube or, or anywhere else you know you see pictures right and it's like it looks so magical right and it looks so amazing from that mm. angle from the outside looking in um what were what, what what expectations did you have going to Huntsville this past week? It being your first time, right? Kind of getting that that your Highland cherry popped, as it were, <laughs> because mine was too, right? What what, what expectations did yeah. you have going into it, if any? Well, going back, circling back to where you said when I first started listening to them was back in twenty twenty when I first started okay. hearing about them. Like bands like Highland, Scald. Um, well, I heard about Ward Bruno first, and then I and yep. went flowed into that, and then uh, Skull was third on my list. But going into it, um, it was an unpopular opinion. It's an unpopular opinion, but um, it wasn't. I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to go where with the flow of everybody's favorite is this band and that that stuff. Mm -hmm. So they were one of my top favorite bands to to listen to because. Um, Again, like Seder Bloat and stuff is pretty, is one of my favorites. And Integral yeah. Loopy is another one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I can't, they got some new stuff coming out too soon. Yeah. I'm excited for. But I, when I heard they were coming into town, uh, town, I was like, I was like, pretty shocked they take like, um, North Alabama, you know, as yeah. their, um, venue of choice for, um, their upcoming, um, tour. So I was like, I was, Leaning back and forth, I was like, that week, you know, when they were about to announce the release of it, you know, of, of the tickets and stuff. I was like, I might as well go because I'm, I'm going to probably experience them like this for a long time again. So I didn't want to miss that chance. So I took the opportunity and I got it. Hmm. So out of all of the, like, the last that you say you started listening to high lung came familiar with him gave him some attention you know like around 2020 you know, a few years ago yeah. mm -hmm. um and they've come to the states twice since since then at least they yeah. did the red rocks thing and then they did chicago yeah. and they, I mean, they did other tours right so i think this yeah. is a this is a right around like their third return trip to the u.s um yeah was was there something about you know, when you first heard them up to now that made you pull the trigger on going to this show and not the other two tours that came prior? Like, did, did something click uh, for you that I want to go to this one now and why didn't I go to the others before or anything like that? Well, the reason why, I, the main reason I didn't go to the others is because distance. They just but, weren't close to you, right? Yeah, and right. since they were close, that's what made me pull the trigger was that they were close. Sure. Uh, the, the and it would, of it. Yeah, the convenience of it because I'm only like thirty minutes away from thirty to forty minutes away from there. Nice. So, um, 
so it's not too far. It didn't take me to drive. I got back here later later that night. Um, as soon as the uh, every the after as soon as I got merch and stuff. So yeah. Was um. um go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say if you know was uh without going into it without i guess you know you were kind of again not having any expectations right because an unpopular opinion as you say like hey they weren't my favoritist band or or, or thing coming out in that yeah. style of music but yeah. this time you're like well i figured since they're you know within an hour from me yeah. may as well may as well go and check out and see what all the hubbub is about see what all the hype's about yeah exactly and i've always been the kind of person that i would listen to a band sometimes if i have if i don't recognize them or something or if i do recognize the band i don't usually sometimes if i don't have a high opinion of them sometimes and i do go to the shows every experience i've done i've been blown out of the water like i went to see uh what was it goat horror for the first time oh, when they yeah. hit huntsville when they first hit huntsville back in 2019 i believe 18 or 19 when they came to maggie myers over there and i listened That's to them and they're like Huh? Yeah. That's a small club. Yeah. Yeah, because a friend of mine was opening for us. Was uh, his band was opening for them, and, and they're local and stuff. So nice. Um, he was. Um, he's not just a friend of mine. He's also a. Um, he was also in the, my other friend's band at one point. Um, before before they split, but um, he has. He was opening for them that night, so I went over there. I was like. I, listening to the, I was trying to prep and and listen to the main because I always listen to the main band that comes on, you know. Prior to a show, and, you mean like when you're going to watch them, you're like, let me get yeah. into that. Let me let me hear what it's all about, about so I know the songs and stuff. It can, you know. Um, so when I, um, but I was like, meh for Goat Horror was the recording, you know. But when mm-hmm. I went into when I went into it and I heard them play live and that energy and stuff, oh yeah, I couldn't stop listening to them. I, I was like, I gotta listen, re-listen to this, you know. Right. And that was my mindset going into Highlong is, I've listened to a lot of the songs because I have listened to them. They come on my, my in my playlist all the time, and I have it um like on Spotify or wherever I'm listening to. They'll yeah. rotate in, and I've really or like again every song that they. They did um, Wednesday was what I recognized, even though I didn't know the all the words to it, you know. Well, yeah, because I don't know, I don't pay attention to the words mostly anyway, even in English. <laughs> to soft two songs, you know, it's like I only know a handful from my favorite from bands like Amara Marth and Jordan Bowden and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the other thing too, right? So, um, obviously, you've been to many other live concert events mm-hmm. um and i was i just wanted to tell you like i've got my story to tell and i'm gonna get to it eventually but yeah. what was your experience of the actual live event with high lung in comparison to other live events that you've gone to what was it like seeing high lung live and in person versus I mean, I know that the, the genre of music is different and that whole thing, but yeah. I just mean like the the atmosphere, the feeling. What was it like for you going to a high long show in comparison to other live events? It was different, though. It was really different. Um, when I walked into the building, you know, at first, I, I knew 
about what they do. They're the their process of the shows, you know, mm-hmm. as the ritual itself. But when I went in, when I went inside, I was like, uh, I you know, you hear, you see the stage. It's like you got all the the trees and stuff, and there's birds chirping, and I like thinking I just entered the rainforest cafe for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like like where's the where's the elephant or where's this, you know? It's like it's like that's what that like can happen. Yeah. 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 Where, where's where's the where's the burgers? <laughs> right. Right. Or the chi- or the chicken sandwich, whichever was good there. I can't remember. I've only eaten there once. <laughs> Wait, does that place still exist? Did the, did the gorillas come out at any point in time? Yeah. The, yeah, the Rainforest that, Cafe. I think they. I think the company that runs that franchise is still around. I think. There's. I think we have one here in Nashville still. Maybe. I, I was wondering if it was still in Nashville, but it was. It was at Opry Mills at one point. Yeah, yeah. I. That's what I've. That's what I've been to. It's the one that Opry Mills. Been a long time since I've been there, but I think they're still there. But yeah, oh, yeah. right. And it was because like what did almost like you know it almost felt like you weren't walking into a concert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it felt like you're walking into like a. I mean, it the, the the term gets used like doesn't get used a lot in like heathen or faith, but it felt like you were going to church, man. Like it was a like yeah. Let me let me get into the right headspace for what's about to happen because yeah. there was there was there was chatter, there was people talking, you know, yeah. there was unity happening. There were people, you know, just mm-hmm. mingling and being friendly yeah. and all that and stuff, right? But there wasn't mm-hmm. this just like it wasn't it was high energy, but it wasn't this like yeah. intense high energy. There was this yeah kind of like simmering coals of embers, I guess is the best way that I mm-hmm. could describe it. That was like, let's come in and let's settle in and let's yeah. get ready for this fire to be lit. You know, yeah, still here for a while. Like that's the closest yeah. thing that I could say was yeah, like, you, we're chat- going- you chatter, yeah, you chatter with the people next to you or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Then you see. I was also messaging other friends who were there as well to see and try to locate them because I also had to stand up for a friend of mine. But I also my, my second the guy I told you about that was recording, helping me record. Um, my yeah. second cousin twice removed, which is my grandfather's cousin's son. I don't know how you keep track. He of was that, he, he, yeah yeah he he, yeah. Um, he was uh, a couple rows behind me to the left to my left. Uh, okay. So I saw him there because I, I mean, we, we waved and stuff. And then, I mean, I saw a lot of people that I recognize and stuff. A lot of people from a few familiar faces. Obviously, you uh, there, yeah. you know, I mean, like, yeah. but I uh, I met some new people too, like people that I hadn't met in person, but that just like know me from my, my social media, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, can I get a picture with you or can we get a picture together? That was cool, you know, like, just yeah. to see out there and that they were there for that experience but they were also like engaged with one another you know what i mean yeah and that's not that's pretty common with any you know like live music event i mean that's nothing new but i don't know man like it just it felt differently for me then oh, yeah. i've been to i mean i've been to hundreds of live shows local yeah. uh regional oh, acts, yeah. I mean, all, all from every spectrum you know what i mean all across yeah and this for me was I don't I I can 100% assuredly say that I've not experienced anything like what I experienced at a high lung you know before that that oh, yeah. was that was that was something new for me yeah. in the 
greatest ways possible. Yeah. yeah, the one thing I didn't get off of it, like most people do get off of it sometimes, is that really high spiritual aspect. But mm. I did get like I did get like chills like throughout the whole thing. See, I was, that, I was also mesmerized by all the all the stagemanship or you know the showmanship and the yeah of everything that was going on because I I can only focus on one thing at a time. I can't just see the whole picture, so I have to look here. Then I miss something over here. Right, right, right. Sometimes like, I tell somebody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can like it's like you try to focus on on the set of the leads here and then you, you there are the backup singers are doing something crazy over here i know like i think it was during um i think it was during the uh uh the, the their song troust where um where kai kind of like ritually kills that one warrior with oh, yeah. that where she's like bound behind her back and he, and he puts yeah that, that oh the it was something binding i can't remember what it was called but there yeah. was an article about that um 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 that came in that was um local article that talked about that style yep. start with the s yeah i know what you're talking about and i can't remember yeah. the name of it but yeah. i did share it mm-hmm. and then maria comes and she you know so it was like it was a it was a ritual in the ritual you know kai yeah. is the one that kind of kills this this mm-hmm. this figure and then maria comes to like resurrect mm-hmm. or, or you know provide re- that that rebirth yeah. cycle yeah. You know, and I forget which song it was in, but I was also looking to the right too, where the where the three um, backup singers they were yeah. doing an actual um, sailor ritual there almost. Yup. With the yeah, um, yeah. with the distaff, with that distaff, yeah. They were yeah. they were doing that's what that was. It was actually a sailor type, or either that or mock up or mock up of it. No, yeah, you could definitely tell like that was the intent behind the that that ritual or yeah. that 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 segment of the ritual you know and yeah. so yeah i get it it's like you know where do i look at this point you know like and granted yeah. the stage isn't the stage isn't huge but yeah. you don't want to miss anything you know and yeah it might miss something if i look to the left versus to the right um yeah walk walk me through if you don't mind or walk us all through because i'm gonna i'm gonna do the same like walk us through the uh the moment that you you know left your house or left work you know like yeah. When you started that 45 minute or whatever long drive to Huntsville mm-hmm. to get there, to get parked, like, and everything that happened from the time you got there to the time you entered the, uh, to entered the venue. Do you remember? Um, yeah, I remember vividly what I did and boy it was, uh, some points was some parts of it were more intense than others. Um, when I was driving, um, I just drive down the highway like I normally do. I was just wearing, like, I think me- a heavy metal in my car at one point because I didn't want to saturate, oversaturate on, on like, short folk. Because I wanted to prepare, just get my ears, um, what do you call it, um, cleansed of, of that before going in. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's um, you know, um, it's like cleansing the palate. Is what I was saying for your ears. So I start heading over to the meadery. But okay. the thing is, I, I headed there late. I, I went there kind of late than I wanted to go. Because before I left the house, I had a massive migraine. Ooh, wow. 
around one to two, one o'clock to two o'clock. So I took a nap from like one to three, and then I left. I was actually I woke up about two thirty and I got dressed in my garb and stuff, which I regret wearing that big heavy um, wool cloak I wore. It was hot that was day, hot. dude. I mean, yeah, but I had to, <laughs> I had to fold it. Well, the thing is, I had to fold it over oh about halfway just to get it off the off the floor enough, even when it was sideways. Because the thing is, if it was just a, it probably would have been a bit more bearable if it was just a single layer. But I just folded it to make a double layer, and that's what was insulating me. Yeah, you got that weight and extra layer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm still learning how to work it right because it, it's a it's a personal preference kind of thing to, to use. That's what I was mm-hmm. t- what I, I've watched and stuff of how to how to wear it. It's like there's no right or wrong. It's just however your personal preference is. But I still yeah. got to figure out how to work it though, um, to where it suits me. Either that, or I'm gonna have to cut it down. So you started your you started your journey. Mm-hmm. Coming off of the 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 effects of a migraine headache. Yeah, it was it was a still slight headache there, a little bit as I was driving. Um, but it was it was as intense as it was. Did you take anything headache. prior to like? Did you take anything to try to? Yeah, I took um, like Tylenol. Yeah, yeah. Ibuprofen. Your face is on. I can't. I, um, I usually take. I my go to used to be a, like a leave or. Um, or ibuprofen, like Advil or something. Mm-hmm. But my um, my antidepressant is not really good with that those two kind of medications. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to risk it, so I'm still taking Tylenol now because I don't want to mm-hmm. risk any um, ill effects from sure taking that. So I took the I took like one in the morning when I woke up. Oh yeah, that's something else I forgot to tell you. Prior to that, to everything else, too. I'm sorry if I circle back here, but no, fine. before I, that morning, I went. And I went to a friend of mine who did a tarot reading for. Um, um, because I was trying to figure out. Uh, I've been having this spiritual, um, what do you call it? This association for the longest time since I moved, even moved in here. My heart. Um, practice has suffered because of that and i hadn't did i haven't done anything like set my i hadn't set my altars up until a couple weeks ago um and because i was because i was uh, trying to plan on cleansing the space but the people who said they would help me never helped me Mm. and it took a while and stuff and they gave me all these uh, different uh, marching orders and stuff that didn't make sense sometimes because I couldn't find the materials necessary. Really? Yeah, like so they said, like a candle that burns, a beeswax candle that burns for nine days straight. What's well, oddly specific? I know, but I'm I like, get it. Yeah, I get it. But I think it's also part of her practice as well because it's it sounds like a part of her practice that she does for the nine day vigil. Yeah, that sounds very specific to certain practices, you know, where they it has to be a very specific thing and and and, yeah. and all of that. But yeah, I get it. But yeah, I um. But then I last week I did, or the week before or last week, I decided the best thing to do is just the uh, the. Uh, I had a friend um, come over, the one that read my cards, 
she's the one who cleansed this place back in September. And I started set building the spaces and stuff. And I just got regular paraffin candles the mm -hmm. week before, before last week, about the Wednesday before actually. And I just did a dedication to each of my spaces. Yeah. To my main altar, I have a, I have two altars. I have my main altar and my ancestral altar. Okay. So, because I wanted to keep them separate. Right. Makes sense. So, um, I did that. And then... Wait, so you did that the day of... A week, a week before. A week before. Week before. Okay, gotcha. Before the Highline concert, which was on um, Wednesday. And right. then... But then, uh, because I was thinking that I need to follow my own intuition instead of what other people tell me, yeah, mm. and that's what came, yeah. that's what that's what came up in the reading. It's by the way, um, in that reading, and confirms what I was thinking all along. Um, so after that, I go home, I think, or go get food or something. I believe, and I come back. And I take care of Jefferson, which is my dog. Nobody, nobody else knows who it is. <laughs> I got to meet yeah. him off camera. But... Yeah, you, you met him off screen, but I forgot, I, forgot, I forgot. Nobody else knew. It's my um, three-year-old pit bull that I got out <laughs> back in um, August, early before August. So they adopted. So he's he's a new member to the hearth here. Nice. But um, I walked him and, stuff and and I believe I started getting that headache, that migraine, and really badly because I had the headache before and then I took more Tylenol and then I went to bed. I went to bed for about an hour and a half, two hours, and then I woke up, got ready, and started driving. And then I ended up going to um, the meadery there at Ravenwood. Mm -hmm. And to see what their um, pre-show thing was all about, you know. Um, the thing is, uh, the owner Rue uh, Klein, who owns it, um, she actually yep. knew. She actually knows me. She's met me before. Because she oh used yeah. To be, um, she used to be a part of an old kindred that I was a part of, like two kindreds ago. Yeah. Because I've known um, Rue for several years. Yeah. Yeah. And. She, because we talked, she was like, she was um, glad to see that I was coming to the Wicker Man. I was supposed to, uh, on Friday, which got pushed back yeah. to a different day. Fire ban and all that, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, she was saying that she was, because uh, I was asking questions on the, on the Meadery's um, page on Facebook. And Rue recognized me and said, long time no see. And... Give me some information about that, but she didn't say hello. She was so busy that day; she didn't even say hello during that that party and stuff. Because I wouldn't mm -hmm. even say anything either, because I was like, I, I just said you're being quiet. But I also talked to a few people as well, and then I did. They did the hair braiding thing, and that's how I got the hair braids and that that you saw. Yeah. Um, during the before the concert is they were doing that. I didn't. I think I had I didn't have time for the uh, face painting part, so I didn't do that. Right. Um, so what I did um, after uh, Rue and the main people left, that's why I said, "Well, I better get going." Mm. So I went to the uh, so I started going, 
took me about a hundred tries to find parking <laughs> because I had to circle around fifty detours. Yeah, we did a like, we did a we did a loop ourselves when we first got there. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did a loop, and then I went because I asked people. I asked people where because um, I found the parking spaces that was on the VBC official spaces on Clinton Street there. And yeah. I asked them where it would be if they're they all full. Like, where would be the closest parking to the Marcy Smith concert hall, which is being held? And she said this one, this particular place, but I didn't see it going there, and I went past it, and I saw it's another on, one. It's on Clinton, right? Yeah, closest one. Yeah, one, we got, yeah. yeah, and it's right next to the the concert hall there. I didn't see that one. Right. I I went past it. I went to the one that says a jury selection. <laughs> um, place or something, you know. It's a right. it's, it's one more down, about yeah. four blocks away from the um, from where we were at. So I had to walk four blocks. The thing is, I went around it about several times because I <laughs> there's, there's so many one way streets there, you know. Right. The thing is, I don't know why I can't navigate downtown Huntsville, but I could, but when I went to um the Charleston last year, last summer, I um with my ex i could I, I could find my way around even though there was one way streets there too mm. <laughs> so it's so, like a little bit of a uh little bit of a of an adventure for you yeah like everybody has a downtown everybody's downtown every major city's downtown area has one way streets right <laughs> a bunch of them but you can't circle back and you have to figure out how to get back to where you were at yeah, it's like uh, I need to get right there, but no, you got to go a half a mile this way to get yeah. there again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I went. So I went found parking. I took me a while. I get put on my app so I could figure out where the concert hall it was to where I can walk to it. Uh, I passed about six times, I guess. Um, I don't think I did. I didn't. I didn't do, actually do it. Um, I just just stopped. And I, I thought like I. I thought I passed it walking and stuff, but I was like, no, it's a little further. It's a little further. It's a little further. And then I found, and then I found it by going down and asked people where it was at and stuff. And they showed me where it was at. And then I found it. And then I went inside and I got in line, found the lines, like, because I was making sure it wasn't, um, uh, different lines for the different portals, you know? Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was just one single there. line. When we yeah. got there, we were we got there like you. I, I talked to you and and you were in line, yeah. and then we had been sitting yeah. in the parking lot. But I'm just like, well, they say doors are an hour before, so I'm like, do we go in? Do we not? And then finally, you no, said the, you were the line, the line. Like, Yeah, just go. See, even even Rue Klein, um, she, they took pictures of it beforehand. They um they were in the front of the line. Mm-hmm. They got they got their they got they found their way there and got there earlier. Yeah, which if you've got yeah. like standing, you know, like general admission orchestra, whatever the standing room um, tickets, I would yeah. say that if you had that, you would definitely want to be there early to get a good spot close to the stage, right? If you're yeah. Standing. We had yeah. seat. Um, yeah, so that I, like it really didn't matter where I was in line as long as I get to be there before the show starts. Yeah. You know, yeah. as long as I'm indoors an hour before the show starts, and I think I'm good. Yeah, and honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't too bummed out that I got seats either because I was like I don't really this is not a band I would like to stand for right now mm. you know 
and I, I would like to sit because um, I am extremely agoraphobic, you know, and being right. But, well, plus, you um, get a better vantage point when you're up in the seated area, right? You get to see more of everything. Yeah, and, and I heard that it was like it was like like an amphitheater kind of like setting. Yep. It's tilted upwards. So yep. I was like, I looked at it and like, because everybody says it doesn't matter where you're at, they have good seat views from the, no matter what. And so I found, after, because it took me a while to find seats. The seats I believe you got, I was going to go after. Mm. But the thing is, they wouldn't let me um, split two seats. <laughs> they, they, if you had, say like if you had, Three, four seats, and you put one in the middle between one seat and another. They don't want you to do that. They want you to put, they want you on the end, right of, of that section. Yeah. So it took me a lot of bouncing around trying to get the tickets there, but I finally got those tickets, and I wasn't disappointed where I was at. Good, because I could see things fine. I could see us all where you were at. I could see everybody on the floor. I could see. I can see all the way across the hall sometimes uh, yeah. in, the, in the auditorium. We were, seated, uh, we were seated as close as you could get to the stage without being on the floor. The last yeah. front row before the orchestra pit area, you know? Yeah, a friend of mine got tickets to, um, close there, too. And like, I think she got row A. That's where we were. We were row, row A. Yeah she, yeah, she was two year left. She was like a like two year left. Was her name Kit? Or Katie or a kid or something like that, because there were some like people kids. that, it, yeah, there were some people that were like, "I'm yeah. right next to you." There, that, whatever, you know. Well, she's called Kit online right now, but she's uh, her. Um, yeah. I think her real name is uh, I am, I'm not gonna disclose her real name. But, yeah, we'll just say Kit. Uh, exactly. Yeah, she was also one of my old Kit crewmates Nates at one point. Nice. <laughs> I think she wants to do a uh, get together and do a yule blot. Very good. But, uh, um, coming at this coming season, because she was wanting to put that together, and I said, "I'm down for it if we do it like on the tradition in the traditional time, which is yeah. about the twenty near the twenty fifth of January." Yep, yep, that's when we're our tribe's doing our thing. Well, we're doing ours because the twenty fifth falls on like a Thursday, so, yeah, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do our thing on that like Saturday or whatever. Yeah, that's what we're probably thinking about doing as well because I don't have a tribe right now anymore um, because ours is ended up back in May. But the last one we had, and so I'm just doing what we are just called wandering around and finding within the community and figuring out where I might fit in. Where, yeah, there's a lot who, of that going who, around. And who has my best interest is what I'm looking for. Yeah, definitely. So, and I'm glad uh, to hear that you had like a really interesting journey there to, you know, not just at the event, but like everything leading up to the event. And, you know, I got to say, like, for somebody that, I deal with migraines periodically. They can yeah. be they can be crippling, man. Like they can put your oh, ass yeah. down and out for the count. Yeah. There's no way possible that you can even think of even standing up. Yeah. Let alone drive or anything like that. So the fact that, you know, yeah. you caught it early on, you took some stuff yeah. and there was you know, you were able that to get was, that was like pray, like go away, please. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. begging it to go away. And I had an ice pack on, you know. I had um Gotten where um darkened my rooms as, as as much as I could. Got the fan going. Yep. Strip um, Holy dark. Yeah, that's just like the best. I thing. stripped down I stripped down like to, yeah. to the bare minimal. 
yep. so I can get cold cold on me. Yep. Because I, know that. Um, I, know that. I think yeah. I, I think it was like a heat. I mean, it may not have been just a migraine. Maybe it's also been like a heat um, a heat thing too. Because it was pretty warm that that afternoon, that before noon, and being out right. there probably triggered that. It could have. It could have. You know. Me running, me running around doing errands and stuff. Right. That morning. I know when we that. left. When we left. When we left Tennessee, my wife and I, um. We left like around two in the afternoon. You know. Yeah. Because it was about a two-hour drive from us. You know, and we took yeah. kind of the scenic route through like Tullahoma, Lynchburg, that area, right? We didn't go down 65. Yeah. We, we, we took the back roads yeah. and stuff over there and through a really nice scenic area. So that yeah. was kind of a cool pre-ritual ritual, right? Getting to yeah. experience the more, yeah. uh, you know, uh, pristine scenery, you know, mm-hmm. versus just like a highway. And then, um, you know, we yeah. get there and it's like, well, shit, you know, when we're here and it's three hours, um, before the doors open, we got there at like four, and they're like, the show doesn't start till eight, and you know, doors don't open until seven. So, like, what do we do to kill yeah. time? And mm-hmm. so, we uh, we looked across from like the venue there. And I don't know if you know if like when you got there, if you noticed it was daylight, but there was like this body of water, it was like a little lake or something area. Yeah, it's, um, good, it's a good spring park, park or, right there. Uh, and I don't know if you've walked it, like, we so we walked around it, right? And yeah. um, they got this like little you know footbridge that goes over it and like yeah. these little like monuments and, and yeah. artsy type stuff. And um, but I've it was only cool been there they... one time. I've only been there one time because they they usually usually have what's called the Big Spring Jam there. Okay. And I saw like Buck Cherry there. Oh and really? A Vince Sevenfold was supposed to play there that night, but it was, that was a year. In Shadows just completely destroyed his voice. Oh, I see. Like that's what you get for not doing your exercises. Yeah, you know that's that's the thing. You know, we uh we 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 did we walked around and uh like it was neat because even though it's kind of like in the city, um, you got like ducks and fish and 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 all the you know spirits of nature that are there, um, and we're walking around and we would find feathers like duck feathers, you know, yeah, which are prolific, um, but walking around that space was a bit of a ritual in, in itself we we collect the duck feathers my wife found a ribbon she like created this little flower like bouquet almost of, like what you yeah. would do with flowers but instead it was feathers mm-hmm. you know and yeah. uh that was all leading up to the moment prior of of entering the venue you know before yeah. it got you know before the sun started going down we started thinking about going inside mm-hmm. and get back in yeah so that was like a neat transition yeah. point of you know we we, we go on yeah. this journey we, we travel we arrive and we find yeah. a place that's you know there's there's a lot of people and yeah it's in a city but it was very nature focused you know what i mean and and there were the spirits yeah. of nature that were around and i think going into something like high lung um having that to kind of set the tone for you yeah uh, or at least for us going into that was was beautiful and we didn't plan for that because again we've never been to that area before we hadn't been yeah. to that venue and so we didn't know it yeah. was just like oh well here it is let's go explore let's go check it yeah. out and, yeah um, what got me threw me off is it chain has changed so much and there's all that construction is just throwing me off because i've been there a couple times i've been there a couple times and i've i mostly go to the arena for the arena stuff but yeah. i went to the playhouse one time to see gallagher 
Nice. I know um, he was still doing stuff. <laughs> oh, he's he's not doing. He was he was he's not. Well, he's he's um passed on right now. But um, but I mean like back then, like I don't know how long ago that was, but that was that was at least uh, ten or fifteen years ago. Oh, okay, okay. That was that yeah, was. I mean, you can. I mean, things. I was in my early twenties. in my early twenties when that happened. Yeah, I mean, ten or fifteen years ago, man, that was a whole different area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like things have changed, and but you know, and they actually got where it's lit up now. Like we all got the, the like the blue lights on the um stadium on the arena dome mm-hmm. around the outside. So, um, and this is after they and they I think Mar the. Uh, because you had the Mars Music Hall, which they just built, um, couple uh, or just finished a couple of um, about a year or two ago, mm-hmm. which they had to close it down briefly because it because part of it collapsed. Oh wow! <laughs> Before they had to re uh, until they got uh, until they got the uh, I think I think it was like the awning outside collapsed or something, uh. and they had and they had to make sure it was secure and safe. Of part course. of it. So. And it yeah, was I, funny. It was funny because the um the Sunday before that at, at, at there when Guar came, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even go to that one. I was like, types, should right? I get a ticket? Takes all time. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen Guar live. I was like, I was debating whether I want to go see Guar live. I was like, no, Halen's right near that time frame. I'm like, dang. Yeah, I was like, like one extreme from one extreme to yeah, the other. Yeah. yeah. And um, a little prefix here. I took the I took Wednesday through Friday off work, I, vacation time. For high lung? Yeah, not just for high lung, but for um, I took a, I was going to take off that Thursday to recover from high lung because I didn't know how late we we're going to get back out right. of there, um, out of the show and stuff. And I know that I've gotten out of shows as late as two o'clock in the morning. Sure. And I was preparing for that. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well take Wednesday off to prepare. So I was like, well, I'm taking Wednesday and Thursday off, and I have an event. I had the Wicker Man Friday, so I might as well take the Friday off, too, just make it a whole half week, take a half week and yeah. just chill. For the right reasons, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think going into something like High Lung, like, if you can, for anybody mm-hmm. that listens and watches, I, I forget how many days are left on the, their, their uh, U.S. tour at this point when this gets mm-hmm. aired um, or if it'll be finished. But, but like, if you, if you haven't made it out to high long on this tour, when they do come around again, I think anybody that listens and watches that is, as even remotely thinking about going, make the necessary preparations to get to the one that's closest to where you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, when I saw high long last week, yeah, I was like, kind of like silently kicking myself for having not seen them the last two times they've come here mm-hmm. even though they haven't come like the closest i think they've come in my proximity was yeah. probably chicago or maybe north carolina yeah and i'm like why didn't i go and see them before and experience this mm-hmm. before right if you mm-hmm. if you know in advance when they're coming right and, yeah. and they're in like 500 miles let's say and I, yeah. and I, and that, that's a big area, right? Yeah, but if they're within a 500 a mile radius, you, if there's a, if it's a 500 yeah. mile radius, I don't know, man, like plan it, figure it out. Um, yeah. do what you gotta do. I think the, the, I think the farthest I've driven was like 250. 
Oh, I've gone to Chicago. Um, I mean, yeah. I've, I've driven, I've driven 800 miles one way for, for, for one concert. Um, yeah. I've never flown on a plane to go to a concert yet, but, um, but I say that I would never times before in the past to go places, but, but it's not, it's more than just a concert, right? Like, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like it, there, there's the it's like a ritual in itself. Yeah. It, it's a whole ritual, you know, and yeah. being in the same enclosure with other people, even if you don't know them, yeah. like everybody has this kind of understanding of what's going on. And you may have never met oh. them before. You've never yeah. encountered them before, but you meet oh. under this canopy, under this same central area. And everybody just yeah. kind of knows how to behave. They yeah. know how to be great and they know how to act. Yeah. And the and thing is, wild... so the person that I was talking to to my left that was sitting next to me, he, he was he told me he was Christian really yeah and he was talking about it and everything and then throughout the whole concert he was acting like a pagan he was hollering he was howling he was doing all <laughs> sorts of stuff I'm yeah. like like you don't think this is a full pagan rituals like everything you know I did make yeah. one mistake I didn't make one mistake though when I when I do it I usually have a force of habit of recording whenever they first come on or the bands first come on sometimes and then i realized this is a ritual so i immediately shut my phone off well not off but turned off the recording and deleted the video of the, i recorded of, a little bit couple. yeah and and the funny thing is, is like i wasn't trying to record a lot i was just mainly trying yeah. to get like, pictures yeah me too right? well i didn't want to get pictures i was trying to just get video a few videos but they were show. really they were really strict about it. Like, Oh, you can't have your phone up for more than 10 seconds. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's an odd, you know, like, but I get it. Right. And I respect yeah. it. Well, they, I, they I didn't enforce that. it from where I was sitting because there's people who was holding it for five minutes. I, I had the five minutes. Oh, man, down by where I was, they were like, I had, I had one of their guys come up to me. He's like, I'm telling you 10 seconds. I'm like, you know what? At this point, I'm just putting my phone away. Cause it was yeah. early on in the show. Yeah, uh, it was it was early on in the thing, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I got what I needed. I'm good. Let yeah. me let me let me yeah. focus. I wish on I, I was, wish I got pictures too, but I just like I just got a few video of just two bit big video of good sized videos of part of it, you know. And I deleted um, what um, one uh, which was during the opening ceremony because I realized that was a pagan ritual. I didn't record any of the opening yeah. ceremony. Yeah, and I realized I shouldn't have done that because I realized that's the space I didn't want to want to record. Yeah, yeah. And then so I kicked myself for doing that, but I made it, I made the corrections to yeah uh, necessary steps to that. So that's a little confession of mine. But where I, had I was sitting, <laughs> go ahead. I had a confession too because I was like I'm literally front row, I'm row A, you know. Yeah, uh, and they start. Like when when it's you know Hari Gasti Taiwas and they start playing yeah. in Maidan right and and I'm like I stand up and I'm getting into it and yeah. I stood there for like the whole full thing and then I hear this tap on my or I feel this tap on my shoulder and the guy behind me is like hey man you mind sitting down because like people three rows behind you can't see and I'm like my bad like I just got into it so I didn't much. see anybody tap to show up people are wondering if we're all gonna stand there you know or just sit you know I just figured that they would but understanding yeah the, well the, the girl that was arena. next to my right the woman that the woman that was next to my right was asking that same question like are we supposed to stand are we going to sit and then 
as soon as they started, like, I guess we're sitting. Yeah. You kind of have to read the room, but being in the front yeah. there, I couldn't read yeah. the room because I didn't have eyes in the back of my head. And I didn't, I didn't you know, in hindsight, yeah. if you guys are sitting in the front row and it's a seating sort of place, be yeah. respectful of the people around behind you because you're going to be entranced. You're going to be taken yeah. up in the moment and you're going to be feeling yeah. it. But be yeah. respectful of the people around you and behind you because if they can't see oh, it, yeah. they're not experiencing it in their yeah. way. So let you know, be yeah. respectful of everybody. And once I did that, yeah, it, I mean, last time, again, it was nothing yeah. bad. Like they were cool about it. Just hey, man, do you mind sitting down? Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was the last time I went to the well, last time I uh, uh, last time I was at amphitheater like that, kind of like it's what it was more of an outdoor amphitheater. It was for it mm -hmm. was a for a metal concert. It was actually to see uh, corn live. Yeah, way different. They were, the, they were down. They were down in Hoover, and we went down to that show. And everybody was standing. Even, even we had seats. We were sitting. We sat down for the during the in between the bands and stuff. But and, and we're while we're waiting on the show to start. But everybody was up and standing. Well, I think everybody did eventually stand up. At least for I think it was the closing part, the Hammer Hippier, Hammer yeah. Hippier set, set yeah. of of the ritual, yeah. right? Like where everyone's dancing yeah. on stage. That was almost yeah. like an invitation, like every fucking body oh. get up and dance, you know. Well, so they were telling was... everybody to get. They were telling everybody to get up. Right. They were emotionally. So like, they were that, I'm like, oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody started doing. It, everybody they were like, yeah, it's like they were trying to rev up the um, rev up the um, people to come up to start um, getting active during this the yeah. part. Right, because this is like a, a, a community sort of thing, right? Like, be a yeah. part of it, dance with yeah. us, you know. Yeah. And you had to be no, where no, I, no. you had to be where I was. Though. I was in the perfect position too, because the right top speaker, yeah, it's like you got it's kind of like a like a bow kind of like. Well, the bottom section of it was like aimed right at me, yeah. like right here, and I could feel that drum beat just hit my chest every single time. Uh, did you get emotional at all during the show? During during the experience? I, got, I got goosebumps. Like goosebumps, some emotions were there. I didn't have like the alibi ritual experience like some people have, you know. I went through like a kind of a roller coaster of emotions, yeah. you know. Like there were there were yeah. there were moments where I felt like just so alive, like just so yeah. empowered. And then there were times where I was like brought to tears a little bit, yeah. you know. And then there was the joy, there was this happiness, there was this, you know euphoric yeah. kind, of, kind of feeling of, yeah. of experiencing what I'm experiencing yeah. and realizing. The, what they put into their craft yeah is so genuine mm -hmm. you know it's like this isn't for show you know what i mean yeah. like sure it's a show it is it is a show yeah. it is a performance it's like performance theater almost it yeah it, it's absolutely that it's it's ritual theater it's the performance theater it's 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 as pure and as genuine that they mm -hmm. can get and and to keep it that way having the fame having the audience right having the diversity that their crowd generates um yeah that's that's amazing you know what i mean because yeah. i think one of the things that at least in modern paganism you know people get a little gun shy about is mm -hmm. having ritual or, or holding ritual with people who you don't know you know yeah. And I think in the in the in the context of a practicing heathen or a practicing pagan, right, that that still needs to be something kept at a at a yeah. close and, and and 
boundaries need to be set and maintained. Yeah. Um, but like, Heilung just, yeah. I don't know, like it, it was, I wouldn't say that I walked away there feeling any different as a heathen, as a pagan yeah. myself. I, I think that what I walked away with feeling was just nurtured. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I felt, I felt more revived. Like I felt yeah. like my, my heathenism had been more revived that it yeah. was like the start of my, re, like a rebirth of my, of my path there because I had came into the revel, that revelation that I told earlier about me, um, um, trying to follow my own intuition on this. And that the inaction, the inaction of not doing anything in my home, that's called that disconnect. Oh, and, the stagnation, you mean? Yeah. And that's the thing funny. is, with after the tarot reading and stuff, after Halon, the next evening, I, had, I went back to the, to the meadery again. And that's when I started talking with Rue more because she now noticed that I was there. You know, because I had a, I had a Rue reading with, that, with Karen who was visiting in. Yeah. Florida, yeah. and she read it, and it confirmed what my friend's tarot um, session just came out. It but a little bit more, de- more, a little bit different details, but the same concepts and um, same summary, same same summary though. Mm. And it put a whole, and the, both of those put a whole new perspective on the way I'm, I'm doing things now. Hmm. So. It was a really big ritual week, and that's why I'm so exhausted right now. It's just yeah. like I'm running, I'm, I've had only about six hour sleep days because I couldn't. I could. It was one thing my sleep cycle was just completely whack. I'm so used to waking up in the mornings, you know, that yeah. if I even go to bed late, I can't sleep in past a certain time. Yeah, your circadian rhythm gets set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you had a pretty you had you've had well, you know, all for all intents and purposes, you've had almost nearly a week long to varying degrees ritual experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then it it kind of died down about Saturday night during winter nights as I was doing it myself because I went to the rent fair before that. I didn't even stay that long because I was not I was running on so little sleep, you know. Because what happened was we had a the, we had the um, rain ritual Friday, and then after the rain ritual, I went to see a, a friend of mine's band play for the last time at the Copper Top in, in Huntsville, and they they were supposed to go on at twelve thirty, but they didn't get to go on until about one one thirty. So they were they cut their own set a little bit short, mm. and. They canceled the co- how, the um, costume contest, which annoyed the f- hell out of me because I was in gar- my ritual garb. You know, I have the, a room paint on my forehead and stuff. Um, or yeah. mind room actually paint on my forehead for the you know, rain ritual. I come in and people are sitting there thinking I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I look like Jesus. I have a, a horn. The thing is, I couldn't carry my. I didn't want to carry my axe inside, you know. Wait, 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 wait. You're the you're 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 uh you're the Jesus that was portrayed in the Halion. You're the Germanic Jesus. Yeah, but I, I've always you're I'm, the I'm used, You're the. I Dalton. should be used to this by now because I well I haven't been called it in so long because my since my beard has grown out. But when I had it really shorter, 
ever since I had my beard when I was growing out, um, it was full. He was like, you look like Jesus. And I'll be <laughs> like, don't tell anybody I'm here. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm on holiday. <laughs> I'm on holiday. I try to get, I try to get away from, get away from, uh, from God. <laughs> He's annoying. He's ass all the time talking yeah. about dying for people's sins and shit, whatever. Yeah. No, just, he, he grabbed me a couple of times and like, you ain't in charge of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, they, they have that red fair too. Somebody said that I want like Jesus at the red fair. I'm like, but here's the thing. I had my axe with me that time. My, my big stag ox on me. And mm. my, but the thing is, I got to give me a tunic that's different colors than, than natural. I got to get a little like, bit of a red one or something. Yeah, I had to have a little bit of variety. I also get. I also got to not get. Um, I, after this year, I'm retiring the living leg rats because they don't stay up on me at all. I'm gonna actually get wool because they clean better. Yeah. Because, uh, but the, also with the other thing that was killing it too is I'm wearing go on combat boots that flare out a little bit more, instead of taper down. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Like your traditional style um, style um, age boots that they have from the, the time period. Yeah. Yeah. So, Man, that's um, a great story, dude. I mean, I'm just, I'm still kind of again yeah. like reflecting. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't think you can go to anything like Highlung and yeah. leave it, and then that be the last yeah. thing that you think about. Yeah. That night. But what was what was really you, interesting though is that the rate the meadery um, hosted them for after party. I know, I know. I heard about and, that, and I'm like, yeah. Hey. And I saw that I saw that artwork they drew. It's just, it is phenomenal in person. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's uh, bigger than you think it looks on, on the by the picture that it was taken. And they were and they was like, y'all better do something to make it where y'all uh, if this place ever has to change the videos or something that you tear out that wall. Yeah, like carve a piece of that drywall out and take it with you. Don't yeah. paint over that, please. Yeah. Like that's that's history, man. Yeah. That's oh well, yeah, take a piece of that out, but you can always put more drywall back on. Just yeah, or whatever it was in there. Um, yeah, that night, that um, that Thursday night, though, when I went there and talked to Rue for a while after um, talking and stuff, I kind of got myself a little too tipsy. Well, look, like, I, only had, I, only had, I only had two twelve. I think only had like two um, of their bigger glasses of mead there. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, when uh. I don't want to go. I I didn't plan on going into, and I didn't make any provisions to go into High Lung in any sort yeah. of, like, yeah. I don't want to. I want to be in there fucked up, like just to be real. Like I don't want to be in there like obliterated off of any sort of substance. If I can yeah. take something that's gonna like enhance the experience, whatever, then that's fine. And I had, yeah. um, yeah. But I had I had a reaction to it that prior to the ritual, I was like, I ain't feeling too hot. Fortunately, yeah. it was hours before the whole thing started where I could get myself right yeah. you know yeah. cleanse myself and all that sort of stuff and just be in, mm-hmm. in a better state physically yeah. you know yeah but that in itself too man yeah. like sometimes like when we yeah. when we uh when we i, mean, when I, we had, some, to, I had some i had something to drink that night that night of but it wasn't as much as i had that thursday night well yeah and and it was after the ritual at that point you know yeah. but i know like some yeah, people it was, was before, was before like, actually is there the pre-party though i I had the uh, I had like a what they call a flight, which is not that much alcohol yeah. in it. Yeah, but the yeah, one, but, but the um, other one was a little too uh, was a little bit more than um, because they're a little bit larger cups. So right. I 
because I had one during my the, the room reading that Thursday night, and then I came out of it and I ordered another one. And I just sat there talking to Rude just to catch up and stuff. Yeah, and I definitely was, don't think you should go into anything like this like uh, totally inebriated or intoxicated. To the, oh to, yeah, to I the, wasn't. I, you know, like, like I said, I stopped as soon as I had that flight of it because it was just so weak. Yeah, you know, I just like I'm not going to drink no. as much. I had to I had yeah. to drive from here to there, yeah. you know, right. and I don't want to get too messed up. So right. yeah, I leave there. That's what it's about, right? It's not about like getting to a show and like let's get fucked up to the max, dude. Like, yeah. this is a different experience, yeah. you know. And if, and if so you, I didn't even go, to, I didn't even go to the concession. Yeah, no, I didn't either. I mean, I was there for the experience, not for the, yeah. not for the yeah. peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> and i didn't think about getting them into the merch line first thing you know i thought which i could have done you know i could have taken my time and gone into the into that but i went kneeling the doors and found my seat and just stay yeah. there because i didn't um get my merch until after some people recommend getting it early on that way you don't yeah. have to worry about uh, is my size sold out or is the yeah. option limited right because a lot yeah. of people will go there early on, get all their stuff, yeah. and then by the time you get to the end of the show, everything that you yeah. may have wanted is gone. Yeah. yeah. So I know some people do recommend that if you're going to get merch, like get there early yeah. enough where you can get your merch early yeah. and either put it back in your vehicle or carry it with you into the ritual or, yeah. or something. That way you I'm know. Like that. I'm like that for the main, like a main band or something like that, but I like to get merch from the opening acts after I hear the opening acts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, different sort. Yeah, because it's like, um, because you don't know how they're going to sound. That's was like, I was like, I'm not going to listen to the opening acts until I hear the first hand because that way I can be blown away. Yeah. yeah. And, then and this I'm was a totally different thing. I mean, this was just yeah. Highland, so you know that yeah. there wasn't like, yeah. who do I listen to to it before or after? Like yeah. it was a, a night of Highland. Yeah. yeah luckily, so, they they had my size's T-shirt after the show. And the line wasn't that long because everybody else got their stuff beforehand. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I think you may have accidentally got into that line. Uh, well, my wife ended up getting our shirts. Um, so okay. she got a shirt for me and a shirt for, for me. And I was standing yeah. kind of out in that general area. And yeah. there were some people that were like, hey, can I get, you yeah. know, can we get a picture and, and, yeah. and whatnot? And she I, was I over there looking. But I, I know she ended up getting up at one point and going to yeah. get our merch. So, yeah. Well, I didn't realize where y'all you were heading was towards that merch line, too, because um, wherever everybody else was heading. Because that's where that big long line was that you ended up in. I think it was connected to that, but I don't know, remember how y'all got in because because um, my portal was like Portal Two, I think, right yeah. there on that far. And I didn't know if that was the same portal that y'all had to enter. I don't know. All I know is we were in a line and we ended up in the in the uh, yeah. the amphitheater <laughs> seated yeah. so area. I could have walked, yeah, walked from your to, to your seat from my seat. Yeah, yeah, you weren't just a few rows behind us. Yeah, I even made the reference. See, um, um a comment referencing spit wads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, like I put it back in your head. Just do some. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just, a, just the. Just to take, pass the time while we're waiting. <laughs> I'd have been like, what the hell was that? Oh, it's Blake. Okay, never mind. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm going to be a sniper for a while. 
but yeah, man, uh, it was a great, it was a great yeah. experience. Um, yeah. and thank you for coming on here. Yeah, I can't stop listening to him now. So, okay. So that was the next thing I was going to say is like, you weren't that big of a fan before. Or, or, yeah, you know, they, didn't, they didn't like strike your fancy or whatever before, but having yeah. gone and seen them live, how is it now for you? Um, it's, um, I'm always this way. If I ever see a band live and stuff, I just can't stop listening to them. Really? For a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it until I just wear them out and then it's time to change. And I haven't worn them out yet. So. But they've left a lasting impression on you because oh, yeah. of that live experience, right? Yeah. So even if you take yeah. a break, even if it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I needed something else. Like you, you've always got that to rebound and go back to. Oh yeah, yeah. And if they come back around again, which they probably will, because oh. the house Patel that they that uh, I forget who it was that left the comment on um, the beatery um, page about their um, the the after show party. They, it was one of the members that was talking about all the hospitality there. So that might be a a seller to them from the bat. Yeah. That's a good sign. When one of the members yeah. takes time to, to make a, a comment on a post and, and, and you know, speak yeah. up the hospitality, like, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. I mean, yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm so glad for, you know what I mean, is that yeah. people in this section of the country, which, yeah. you know, for those that listen and, and, and whatever my content, you know, watch my content, it's like, I'm in the I'm in the South, right? Blake, he's in Alabama. We're in the Bible Belt, the almost the belt buckle of the Bible Belt of the United States, right? A lot of churches, a lot of Christian influence, right? And but look at the vibrant, active, welcoming pagan, non-traditional religious communities that exist yeah. here. That that it's it's when, large here. It is large, right? Like it's like it, Al- that's North Alabama alone is one of the largest. Um, from from all the way from Florence to Huntsville has the huge probably the largest pagan sector. If I if I if people are anywhere else in Alabama, please correct me. I'll stand corrected. But this is the most I've seen in our state was in the north in the north north of the of the Tennessee River. Mm. I mean, you guys would know better because all I know is what I see here in like the Middle Tennessee area. Yeah. But knowing yeah. that, like northern Alabama, um, and and even as far as East Tennessee, West Tennessee, yeah. up to like Kentucky and Indiana, and, and some of those places, like this region of the yeah. South, as yeah. much of the Bible Belt as it is, like man, we got some pagans out in here, man. We got some, oh, we got yeah. some, we got some people doing some things, you know, yeah. real things, not just online stuff, not just Facebook groups. Oh, yeah. Like there, there's people doing grassroots things in this area guys yeah because and, one thing is you got so much scenery and stuff i mean you got well, the nature you got yeah, yeah. Of, you got a lot of forests and mountains and you got lake streams like i think alabama's got probably the most lakes and streams out there next to louisiana and florida yeah there's definitely a lot of that and that's where we gravitate towards you know where can we be yeah. close to nature where can we feel close to nature right i mentioned before yeah. we we my wife and i we arrive in the middle the heart of the city huntsville yeah right? we arrive in the heart of the city and what do we gravitate towards we look for the thing that speaks to us closely to the nature spirit right yeah. there's water there's animals of nature right yeah. and even though 
it's like in a, in a congested human, highly human populated area, yeah. it still resonates with yeah. us, right? And so those those yeah. elements. And it's also spirit, shadow. It's also in the shadow of a mesa, a mountain. Oh, yeah. so they call it a mountain. They might say a mountain considered a mountain, but it's a mesa. If you look at it, it's flat on top. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, it's not flat, flat, but has that kind of like surface area up top there. But yeah, um, looks like you froze there for a second. He's all over there. <laughs> Let's look. look what it... Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, but Blake's frozen. We're about wrapping this thing up anyway here soon. Maybe it'll unfreeze for him. We'll give it a second. But um, yeah, the the as you can hear, guys, and as you can see right from what we're talking about is a a heavily vibrant community that came and experienced the highland ritual many people having never known one another many people having never seen one another face to face in life before you know um let me just move him off of here um he can rejoin, but we uh, we're alive. We're doing things, you know. We're we're being things. This isn't just talk. This isn't just. We're not LARPing, right? We don't wear these things. We don't dress a certain way. We don't put on a certain facade. We don't look a certain way, um, just for the shits and gigs. It's life for a lot of us, you know, and when folks like Heilung come to our country and honor us with their presence and do things that honor the land in and around us, you know, a lot of this North American tour has uh, with Heilung included indigenous Native American uh, dancers and 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 members of of the respective nations, you know, First Nation members of our indigenous North American continent, and and when they come here, Heilung, I mean, when they come here and they and they give homage to the native indigenous people and invite them to that space, that is such a such a powerful thing, you know. Such a profound thing. Um, hey, what's up, man? Welcome back. <laughs> hey, sorry. I a lost connection or something. That's okay. We're going to be wrapping it up here soon, too, anyway. But I, I was just saying, you know, the fact that Highlung comes to North America yeah. and, and, and blesses the land in their way, but also includes the, uh, the native indigenous, like First Nation peoples uh, yeah. and, and a lot of their ceremonies – like that is huge, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and that's what really makes a Highland experience such a, a life changing thing to me is that you know you're not just going to watch a band perform live music and rock out on yeah. stage, cool. Yeah. Right. No, man. Like you're 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 going and you're experiencing something that that ties back to historical roots that are so old and that are so yeah. established and that are so genuine. Yeah, you know that you can't help but 
if you come to it, like you mentioned before, like you had a, you had a, a, yeah. somebody next to you who was quote unquote Christian, you know, yeah. out there yeah. around dancing and feeling that music. That's yeah. the that's that's the vibration of those roots speaking to that person, right? Doesn't matter yeah. what your religious label is. It yeah. what matters is that you're being yeah. spoken to from yeah. things that are just deeply rooted yeah. inside of all of us, right? Yeah. So you and can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was one of those kind of Christians also that was accepting of things too. Like, like yeah. he wasn't like like. You know, like I was, he like, would be outnumbered if he this. wasn't. You know what I mean? Like if he just yeah, came there, yeah, he was shocked. That I told him about a good majority of the people here are probably pagan. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh really? He's like, yeah, like Alabama has a huge uh, pagan population. So does um, Middle Tennessee and everywhere around around here. Yeah, it's we're scattered. I mean, we're part, doing things. People are doing things, and that's the thing about it is we're not just out here dressing up like I just – you weren't on here a minute ago when I said it, but we're not just out here dressing up. We're not just out yeah. here you know, trying to look a certain way, trying yeah. to capture a certain aesthetic. Yeah. This is life for the yeah. majority of people. This is our life. Yeah. This is what we yeah. do. When you, when I, what dre- you I dress up to connect. Real. Yeah, I dress up um, in garb just to connect, to feel, the know how my ancestors felt. Wearing all that, it, all that, to, shit that, that, that that's a way of doing it, right? It's it's it, yeah. it's if we if we dress in period clothing, if we put on a garb, yeah. if we wear yeah. certain things that are period accurate, you know, we yeah. can enter into that sort of mindset of how life was back then, and it connects yeah, and- to those ancestors, right? We're not we're not recessing yeah. to the point of, you know, abandoning all modern advancements and, and ways to further our you know oh, yeah. people in general right we're not trying to be mm-hmm. like well let's just go back to the swords and spears and, and drawn horse-drawn carriages days mm-hmm. um but we're, we're encapsulating an essence of the past mm-hmm. that feeds those roots that gives us that energy that gives us that yeah. power to nurture the present and then feed the future yeah yeah it's 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 kind of part of it all, right? Not that you have yeah. to be this way, not you have to dress in a certain way to to feel it, but for a lot of yeah. us, this is what yeah. it's about. This is why we do what we do. This isn't just to be. This isn't just to gain likes or followers or whatever oh, on yeah. social media. We're not we're not these you know Peyton Parish types. We're not these you know just panderers of of I, culture. Uh, I, to, I hate know, the guy. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not that. He's you know like I mean? a goofball, yeah. He's the, the wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm flailing tube man of the. Of the, of the yeah, of the it's it's, anyway. it's like. I don't, don't want to bash people on this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. At the same no. time, it's like you see that when people see yeah. that type of thing, and then they see others that are dressing up. They kind of put the two and two together and be like, well, yeah. this is the same as that. No, 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 not yeah. necessarily. Right. Yeah. There are people down here. There are people out here. And I don't, and I don't mean just in the Southern United States. I mean, wherever you're listening from, there have got, there, there are people that are genuine yeah. in their pursuit to revitalize and breathe new life into these yeah. old ways. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a game. We're not out here yeah. cosplaying. We're not LARPing, okay? Yeah. We believe in some of these things. 
some yeah. more than others and 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 how we portray ourselves to the public yeah. is an important thing you know what i mean yeah. like uh, if we're out here just you know being some you know god of war cosplay viking you know assassin's creed valhalla you know valhalla yeah. calling me like if yeah. that's all we're doing then we're not we're not we're not doing any justice to the actual yeah. thing yeah but you wouldn't be surprised though that how many people like when i went to that to the concert friday night dressing my garb and stuff mm. people were asking me like i said they said that that was jesus but the other thing is the other people were wondering what the hell i was because i don't yeah. have chain mail on i didn't have my axe on me you know i did, i just have my belt my bag and my horn you know yeah, you don't look in, like around, the around my tunic and my walk around at that point yeah yeah but I don't, I don't look like the didn't. average uh, typical Viking walking around either because I didn't have the helmet on. I didn't have a sword. I didn't have a shield or spear. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I and I've done I've done some, some local community work where I've dressed in my tunics and I have my oh, boots. Yeah. Uh, you know, a tunic, a belt, pants, and boots, right? And people yeah. are like, man, I like, your, I like your cut, man. I like your drip, they call it nowadays. They, they have these terms yeah. and stuff. I like yeah. it. And I'm like, thank you. Right, yeah, but I'm you know I'm I'm going to do a thing, right? I'm I'm going to be yeah. and represent yeah. a subset of our community yeah. that uh, is like I'm not yeah. saying you have to do this yeah. to to achieve yeah. what I'm achieving, but this yeah. is you know you know it's it's well the it's only time the only time I ever yeah the only time I ever add my axe to my my kit when I, when I'm wearing it. Is if I'm going to like a rim fair or something like that, because I don't bring weapons into ritual spaces. Well, you can't. You can't carry. You, can't, you also can't go to Walmart or, or wherever and just like carry an axe around these days. I know. I mean, maybe I know. Walmart. Maybe Walmart. Because I've seen some crazy things at Walmart. But well, in, you can carry a camp axe. I've seen people carry camp axe. In, a, in, in all a, fairness, right? Like you can't walk around with a spear and a shield and and yeah not not be looked at like what the hell you know what i mean yeah now it's different yeah. if you're walking around in, in a linen tunic with britches and yeah. boots belt or and you know whatever and that's yeah. that's your that's your attire sure you don't yeah. you look you look out of place but you look yeah maybe less posing and and you know just less weird yeah because like friday like friday i went in my ritual garb because i um well, it got bumped up. I had a nail appointment. It was supposed to be at three o'clock, but it was moved up to the two. And I've been there in full in my full garb. You know, and that's okay. Did we lose each other again. No, I think. Well, you're 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 a little bit glitchy, but um, yeah. We're 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 gonna wrap it up for the for the for the listeners and for yeah, the yeah. I thought I saw you. I think we got I think we got a lot of good content for yeah. for everybody about what both Blake and myself experienced for High Lung, right? Amplified oh, yeah. history. That's kind of their yeah. thing, right? When when they yeah. talk about when you, when you go on their socials and when you when you go to their websites, right? It's amplified history. These are yeah. these are things that are 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 touching back into ancient roots that we all generate from, that we've all come from yeah. to some degree. Now how do you feed those roots 
right? What do you do yeah. to feed those roots? We don't come from the same – well, let me back up. We kind of come from the same root system, but the various yeah. fringes and branches and things that come out from that root system are yeah. unique and different. So where do you find yourself mm-hmm. on that system, and how do you feed, and what do you do to feed that taproot? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that what, 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 what you know, Blake and I talked about today um, on this podcast shares a bit with you all this audience about the things that we've experienced, you know, his pre-ritual experience prior to the, the Highland ritual, you know, the travel, the headache, the, the, you know, the metery to just everything. And then me with, you know, traveling to walking around, picking up duck feathers with my wife and <laughs> yeah. all that, right. Like there, there, there's various, there's, there's nuance to it, but there's differences to it as well. And they were our yeah. own, separate experiences and if you are listening and watching to this now and you were at the huntsville alabama ritual or any of the u.s rituals we'd be really keen on knowing what your experience was like you know Mm -hmm. so if you're watching this on patreon you can comment down below in the comments if you're listening to this on the audio platforms um, you can write into the podcast it's going to be midgard musings tn at gmail.com you can call into the podcast. It's uh, 615-671-9832. You can share your experiences, you know, uh, to to whatever degree that you want. You can comment on any of my socials. If you happen to capture this anywhere else and you want to just comment or DM me, I'm, 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 I'll I'll answer messages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, So you've got all those things that are going for you. If you want to share your experiences but this was our experience. We, we, we've talked now for a good bit, Blake and I, yeah. and shared it with you about it. And we'd love to hear what your experience is as well. There's a, so much more to tell, but it's just hard to get in one video. <laughs> it's a, that, dude, dude, we could go on for literally hours on like a live stream or something about Oh, stuff. yeah. It's like you can, you can just – it's like so much about it. Yeah, yeah. And for the sake of just people listening, you know, like, I mean, like an hour podcast is, is enough and we're going on an hour and 30 or more. So yeah. maybe we'll, we'll we'll retouch on some things maybe over time because I know, you know, you yeah. and I, you know, we, we have a connection uh, over social media. So so we can definitely, yeah. you know, yeah. reconnect and, and, and do some more. But um, yeah, yeah. Right now, man. Um, anything else you want to yeah. say to my audience before we uh, end the recording here before we. Did everybody feel well? Yeah, just um, be sure again. Be sure to check my links as well. Uh, give me some good support. I am trying to um, uh, wean out the uh, merchandise for this channel, or for, or for my um, for my YouTube channel uh, by this name, and moving it over to the music project itself as its focus point, but. The Scholar Works is just it's me. It's not just um, a like a band for me. It's more like a or a music project. It's a, it's like a place where I could just share my ideas and teach people how to um, a little bit. I give some people insight on how to play the um, instrument that I play and share that with people. That's the reason why I wanted to. Se- that's why I wanted to separate those two um, because. Um, 
I don't want people to say, oh, this is this is Scarlet Works is also a, a band or a music project. I want them to say that, oh, this is this is one thing. This is the music project is a whole different animal. Mm. And so just check the links out. I'm gonna try to see about probably maybe doing some online workshops and stuff or one-on-ones eventually for anybody that wants to hit me up for that i'll see what i can do because that way uh, it's not going to be like full-on lessons because i don't see myself qualified to, to teach but i can help people correct some mistakes or see what their mistakes are and try to help with that but awesome. um to just check my just to check the links out, check the music out, and throw some support my way. Please do, everybody. Follow him. Uh, his link tree link will be linked in the description and show notes of this podcast. So definitely do everything that he already just said. Um, but for everybody else out here listening and watching, thank you all so much for your support. Another very special thanks to my Patreon patrons, which Blake here himself is a patreon <laughs> patreon so he'll be watching this himself he'll get to see all yeah. of the nitty-gritty goodiness you know what i mean yeah he is when, a, when, a, I'm, at work, when I'm at work i sometimes listen i sometimes listen to like spotify when i'm at work but which um, is great but you also support what i do i think the yeah yeah so you got a room yeah. reading coming up here soon you know yeah um, all that good stuff so so you know yeah. blake here is 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 playing playing ball with all of us you know what i mean so thank you especially <laughs> yeah. for blake for being a patron at, at the chieftain tier um yeah. so please guys check his stuff out support him in any way that you can follow along with his journey on on his musical path and give him all the love and support that he uh deserves and i want to say thank you blake for taking yeah. time out of your evening to come out here and, and talk oh, yeah. to me about smiling experience um it's mm -hmm. been great i appreciate that um, stick oh, yeah. around for just a second before I uh, end this whole thing. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody else that's listening and watching, do all the things that we just talked about. Thank you all so much for your ongoing and constant support. And until we talk to each other again, may the gods continue to notice you. And may your ancestors smile upon you. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs>